Now, I'd like for you to walk with me as we accompany Jesus in his travels around Palestine as he travels through the village of Jericho, which is uh, near the Jordan River on the West Bank. It's a flourishing city. It's one of the oldest cities that has had inhabitants for about 11,000 years, they say, and it continues to be a bustling city to this day. And Jesus, on his way to Jerusalem, is passing through Jericho. Now picture the throng of people that are following him. On the way, there were streets, uh, roads lined with beggars, who were begging for anything that might be dropped in their hands or their laps or their cup. And there was one who was blind. Bartimaeus was his name. And it was Jesus who blessed him that day with the recovering of his sight. And boy, did that word get around real quick. And as he entered Jericho, a crowd was beginning to gather all around because the word had traveled fast that Jesus was coming to town. And here's the story from Luke 19. He entered Jericho and was passing through it. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was But on account of the crowd, he could not because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, He has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, half of my possessions I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone, anything, I will pay it back four times as much. And then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Friends, this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's quite a story. Can you imagine the commotion as Jesus was uh, coming into town? Uh, th- there was a, a lot of... of uh, Praises going toward Jesus, and people were gathering around. And uh, then he walks in and he sees a tax collector. Now, why in the world would he see a tax collector before he saw the poor and the needy all around him? It was because Jesus had a plan. Now, Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. That means he had minions that worked for him and they would spread throughout the countryside and they would gather taxes for the emperor. Now the emperor was a cruel and a stern man. If the tax collectors didn't bring in the tax, it would be their head. 
But there was a perk for every tax collector. They could collect the taxes. In fact, they had to collect a minimum tax. But anything they collected over that, they could keep for themselves. And Zacchaeus became a master at extortion and lies and a narrative that made people squirm. And if people didn't pay up, he would throw them in jail. Zacchaeus. Now, you probably know some people like that. People like uh, the, the, the folks that would drive up behind you at night and tailgate you and flash their light and honk their horn just because they wanted to get around. Or Zacchaeus was the kind of guy who would invite you out for dinner and then he'd leave you stuck with the tab. He's the kind of guy that when you saw him, you literally went to the other side of the street to try to avoid him because if he saw you, he would be expecting you to pay up or he will double your tax and he threatened to throw you in jail, which was an impossible burden. You know, people lost their money, their cows, their donkeys, their lambs to such likes as these tax collectors. And they knew that they were being cheated too. There was no recourse for people in those days. Now we can get a Senate hearing and we can complain about the IRS and there are ways that that we can get justice. But in those days, it was impossible. Now it's funny that this tax collector was named at all in the first place. Short of Levi, who we know as Matthew, who was a tax collector who was called by Jesus to be a disciple. Zacchaeus is the only other tax collector that is named in the New Testament. Luke probably couldn't resist calling the scoundrel by name Zacchaeus. His name in the Greek means pure, innocent. (laughs) Far from that he was He was the town bully. Folks were afraid of him and they were mad at him at the same time. And they vowed that someday they would get even with him. And the day Jesus came through town was one of those. You see, Zacchaeus was short. He was very short and probably a little plump from all of that rich food. And he wanted to see Jesus, but the crowd wouldn't. Let him. That was one thing they could do to have control over a tax collector. They could keep him at bay. Well, you know that song that goes like this. Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. He climbed up in a sycamore tree, the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior came that way, he looked up in the tree, and he said, Zacchaeus, You come down from there, for I'm going to your house today, for I'm going to your house today. Now, the crowd mumbled, why would Jesus avoid them? They were the poor, they were the neglected, they were the oppressed. And he saw this little fat, short guy up in the tree with all of his fancy robes and all of his his wealth. And Jesus decides to go eat with him instead of caring for us? 
And Luke reports that the crowd grumbled that Jesus, what's up with this guy? He's going to eat at the house of a sinner. And they included tax collectors and sinners in the same bucket. And Jesus knew that. But as he looked at Zacchaeus, you know, I really think he knew the heart of Zacchaeus before Zacchaeus really knew his heart. He knew that in all of his wealth and all of his, his business plan of bullying and extortion, that there was something not well with Zacchaeus. And he calls him to come down and he calls him to take him to his house. I'm going to spend the rest of the day with you. I'm sure he was amazed as the crowd eventually parts and lets him come through and Jesus goes to his house. Well, Jesus knew about him and he knows about you too. Perhaps you are like Zacchaeus and you are one that really needs to have a good look at Jesus. But because of the crowded ways of life, you're not able to. Perhaps you need to climb up into a sycamore tree and to look for this master as he's coming toward you. You know, a lot of us are guilty of some of the same things that Zacchaeus is. Everything from cheating on our taxes to driving over the speed limit exorbitantly. You should see people race down 21st Street. It's no wonder they set up speed traps because people continually refuse to obey the law, just like people continually to refuse to wear masks, wash their hands, and keep a distance. Now, I don't have a mask on right now because the sanctuary is virtually empty and I'm uh, about 25 to 30 feet away from anyone else. But Zacchaeus thought he had his life in order. His life, if you ask me, was built on three myths that are common to humans. Myth number one is money will make me secure and happy. And oh, how we've seen that people who win the lottery are not any happier afterwards, oh, maybe for a little while, than they were before. It's a myth. The second myth was influence comes through wielding power over others. Wielding power over others. And oh, how we see that today. People trying to influence the world by dogging on others. And that leads me to the third myth, that bullying and intimidation appear to be parts of a good business plan. And how we see that in the highest offices in the land, people bullying one another and intimidating so that they can get their way. You could say that Zacchaeus had pockets that were overflowing with abundance, and yet his heart was bankrupt and his soul was bone dry. And that's a possibility with you today as well. But after his encounter with Jesus Christ, he was a different man. You could say he was a rascal, 
the rascal of Jericho. But when Jesus got done with him, he was a rascal no more. He was radiant with a new spirit. He looked to Jesus and he found that here is one who not only taketh away the sin of the world, but he is the one who can fill the hole in my soul. And Zacchaeus learned that it was found through giving, that it was found through serving and helping, that it was found through being nice, that it was found in putting God first above self. And as he learned these things, he came up with a new business plan And it wasn't extortion and bullying and seeking to get rich on the backs of others. It was through generosity and giving. He said to Jesus, half of all that I have, I will give to the poor. And if I've defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay them back four times as much. It didn't take him long to calculate up that he would still have plenty to live on. And that's where generosity would get him. And so we see in this story that Jesus on his way to Jerusalem, he heals a blind man, yes, but it appears that he ignores the whole crowd and focuses in on a wealthy, rich extortionist. But Jesus had a plan. And by transforming Zacchaeus's life, It was the way in which he did a miracle greater than just this one person. The miracle was for all of the people for whom Zacchaeus was chief tax collector. When he said, I will give half of all that I have to the poor, and if I defrauded anyone, which was a lot of people, I will pay four times as much. And through helping Zacchaeus, he was really helping everybody else. Can you imagine how silly he looked up in that sycamore tree? Now imagine how silly he looked as he's now running through the streets of Jericho, money falling out of his overflowing pockets, and he's giving money to the poor, helping all of the beggars along the road, and he's, he's re- seen people he defrauded, and he's returning money four times over. Can you imagine the joy Can you imagine him walking through the city, passing out money, maybe singing a song? I've got a mansion just over the hilltop and that bright land where we'll never grow old. And someday yonder we shall never more wander but walk those streets that are purest gold. Can you hear him making a fool of himself? I've got a mansion. You can make a fool of yourself. When you show your love for Jesus, it's kind of like I say in my prayer, dance like no one is watching or dance like everyone's watching. Just dance. It doesn't matter for it shows your love for the one who can change your life. Sounds like this rascal found a way to have more than what he had. To be more thankful for what Jesus could do than for extorting people out of their money. He now had, as we'd like to talk today, a warm heart, which beget a thankful heart, which beget an unclenched fist and turned them into active hands. I'll bet if Jesus 
ever had a chance to go back to Jericho, no one would stand in front of Zacchaeus. He would be ahead of the line. And he would then live up to his name, which means pure and innocent. Friends, we've got much to be grateful for this year. Even in the midst of these days, we didn't choose and we don't want. But if you have to, as the old time song says, count your many blessings. Count them one by one. And look to Jesus as the pioneer and the perfecter of your faith and as the one who could transfer Zacchaeus for a whole community. He can transform us for the world around us. Are you listening? That's what it means to follow Jesus through Jericho.